Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 105.3 FM HD2. Kenner, New Orleans. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of The Food Show. It's our program of pleasure about talking about eating, about restaurants, about cooking, wine, the entire range of everything that's delicious and uh, fun to be around. Our number is 260-6368, 260-6368. We'd love to have you come in and talk to us. Well, you don't have to come in exactly. You can just call. There's no room for anyone. There's no room for anybody <laughs> else. And uh, and uh, we'd love to hear from you about anything, really, that you might have in your head about uh, dining around. 260-6368. Are we sounding okay, Doug? We'll know in a minute. Yeah, we're okay? Okay, good. Uh, 260 260- Six three, six eight. Call right now. You'll get right in, and uh, it is getting a little warmer. I think we have established. You know, it's getting toward the end of <clears throat> May, so I can't believe it's the end of May. Well, it could happen. You know, the, the things like that. Uh, let's see. Today is farewell to oranges day. What? Why is that? I don't know. Let's read on and see what it says. Uh, the end of the orange season, at least as dictated by nature. Uh, is today the orchids, uh, uh, nor- the Norman... No, orchids, <laughs> no, orchards. Or- orchards, okay, I'm sorry, yeah, you're, that's right. Uh, and uh, where was I? The uh, the orchards... Locally, uh, aren't the orchards here um, now turning their attention to Creole tomatoes? Uh, Nels and company down there? Yeah, it's it, you see it in the fall. Now, wasn't when the Creole tomato festival just... Creole to me, like yeah. Last uh, week or something? It might have been. Uh, it's uh, that's put on by the uh, Jazz and Heritage Festival people. Aren't Creole tomatoes <clears throat> just divine. The best, yeah. They really are. Did wonderful. your mom ever make you white bread and Creole tomato and mayo sandwiches? Uh, yeah, probably <laughs> no. so, but uh, not often. We used to yeah. make in my house. My mom would slice. Creole tomatoes thinly and line them up on white bread with mayo and then cut them in quarters like a little club sandwich kind of thing. Well, it sounds charming to me. I'm sure other people yeah. had that, huh? Yeah, I'm sure. Why wouldn't they be? what I'm talking about? I, I guess so. White bread sandwiches with Creole tomatoes sandwiched between? I think uh, the Creole tomato is the most delicious tomato out there. They are just and when, wonderful. When, what do they call the the they're not like curs, but there's what are the the things that they're just like you can go down there in Plaquemines Parish and you can get like a big box of it's one word. It's like the ones they can't sell. Ah, uh, uh, death tomatoes. No, no, what's the name of that? I'm sure people have done that. I know my brother does that every year. You go down there. And the tomatoes that are thrown to the side because they can't be sold anywhere yep. then become their own box of what? 
Uh, tomatoes? We could call no. the we could call the Becknells and thank yeah. you the culls. I knew it was a C something. Okay. Yeah. The culls are delicious. I mean, Creole tomatoes are not known for their beautiful, round, perfect shape. What makes them beautiful is their imperfections to yeah. begin with. Uh, we uh, took a trip to Disney World about oh golly, of twenty years ago maybe when when the kids were still little, and uh, I was I was ago. doing some some uh, uh, work with their people, and they did a couple of dinners, and they showed how you could use Creole uh, food to make uh, all oh, of Oh, is that it. right? Yeah. I thought you were there to, to go eat it up. Well, I, I did I did it on three different occasions, but the first time they were showing me off, you know, all the different foods that they could make out of there and why they were so superior. Uh, but they told me about the, the culls, and you would typically find these not going out of a big, big operating uh, area, but these, the, what they were just getting rid of, where you, you would say, well, those are trash, no, until you, you tasted them, uh, unless you tasted them, because after that, yeah. you would say, these are the great the best. Yeah. oranges. And, oh, oranges and, or tomatoes. Or tomatoes, either way. Well, I think that the, the, the reason that they can't sell them is there's one tiny little imperfection, so they throw them on the side, but they're just scrumptious. Yeah, well. And cheap. I mean, they're really, I mean, as as cheap as you're going to get it, but if you go buy a box, it's pretty cheap. Yeah. Well. Problem with all that is if you buy a box, or if you buy a flat they don't of last strawberries, long. they don't last long, and you just have to pretty much eat nonstop. Yeah, to, that's to that's not, or that's give right. Half of it yeah. away to someone. Yeah, you have to be there when you're needed. Waste. It yeah. Goes to waste. Yeah. Anyway, anybody go down there and get those calls, and is it too late to do that? Because now that I'm thinking about it, I might do it. Yeah. Well, why not? And while you're there, get some uh, crab meat. And uh, some soft shell crabs. Down and in Lafitte. Why not? Down in Lafitte. Yeah, that's a, a I mean, good. it's not quite Lafitte, is Close it? enough. You know, there's it's, lots. It's they lower have, Bell Chase. They have fantastic uh, crabs around there. Yeah. Well, yeah. it makes sense. This is the food show. We are in dire need. Of, well, that, that's, that's going a little overboard. We uh, are very much uh, uh, interested in your spending a couple of minutes with us. Uh, and if you're wondering, well, what, what would I say to these geeks? <laughs> Actually, only one of us uh, stands up for the geek uh, thing because uh, everybody loves uh, Mary Ann. <laughs> and they, what, what, what was I talking about just now? You were about to say 260-6368 is the number. Yeah. And it's uh, 260-MENU. That's right. And, and if then you, you were going to beg for calls, which at this point I wholeheartedly endorse. What, uh, make, begging as, for calls? Yes, as a strategy. Yes. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying real hard to get away from that. Not that I really? w- would discourage anybody from coming on our program, but if you were to uh, to come over here, even if you have something kind of far out or, or something really oddball and you, you, you need an answer maybe or maybe you just want to talk about it, call us. I would love to talk with you and anybody else. Even if you don't have anything in particular to talk about, it well, might seem... to talk about. You do? You, you, the reason what is I, I transitioned what you were saying, yeah. which was from your website, you were talking about orchards, and you were talking about oranges, and according to your website, mm-hmm. it yeah. says that this is kind of the end of the season, but... Didn't the orange season here locally end months ago? I mean, isn't it like a December thing? Yeah, it's uh, it starts with satsumas. 
Right. And but uh, those are get, the, why is it changing year to year? I mean, it's like every year it gets a little bit further. You know, it, it sort of moves. It does move. Uh, and different people have different things about it. Uh, I I go to Manresa Retreat House every year, mm-hmm. and uh, just about without fail, when I get there, this is uh, either right before Thanksgiving or right after, we always have uh, this load of uh, satsumas that are over with for the year, but they also have the incoming uh, full, f- you know, big oranges. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a December yeah. thing, but then. Yeah. It's May now, so I would think that those oranges probably ended somewhere January, February tops, yeah. huh? Yeah, that's true. It's, it, we're headed toward the end. Well, it's May now. Let's yeah. go to Mike, 260 Mike. Mike, welcome to the food show. Thank you, Mike. Uh, I don't call all the time, but you said you're desperate, so I thought I'd call. <laughs> Isn't that nice? That's why I said thank you when you called. <laughs> But, uh, you have heard our cries in the wilderness and yeah, are giving yeah. us relief. I'm, I'm, it's all good. It's I listen to you all the time. You, Mike. Okay. Thank you. Uh, anyway, uh, call about a baked bean recipe. Yeah. Um, what is your recipe for baked beans? Baked beans, which uh, would take in a whole bunch of different beans. Uh, I'm going to excuse myself to uh, go actually get you the recipe that oh, I you've used got one? for years. Do you remember oh. the good old days of the barbecue booth? Oh, yeah. We used to do the baked Yeah, that's I'm right. right and I'm glad you reminded me of that. She, uh, this was something that when our kids were still in school, we would go to the annual uh, festival that the school would have, and uh, we were making all kinds of stuff and, and, and selling it. And uh, that was one of them. And we... Uh, we always got a lot of uh, people who would come in with the with the barbecue beans and a fantastic amount of bacon and pork pork shoulder. It was it was really something. But what I learned from it is this is one of those things that really benefits from long, slow cooking. Like six hours. Like six hours, Marianne just said, uh, and uh, it was. Uh, and afterwards, people would come in and they would look all over all this fantastic barbecue, and then they'd go for the the, the beans because they were so good. They are this, you know. Do you have any cookbooks that you love that are so beloved in your house that you can you can go to the recipe by the by the stuff that's stuck on the pages, you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. There's a there's a a book that we have here called um, Peggy Glass Home Cooking Sampler. And oh, do we still have that? I love that book. That's I mean, a I never, wonderful book. I never book. use cookbooks, but in the day when we did this, uh, I did. But she has a recipe in here for baked beans, and I it's it's very complicated. I mean, I guess I should say it's it's not really that complicated, but it takes a long time. And you use the beans from dried beans, and then you soak them, and then you add, you know, there's a there's some brown sugar. I mean, I don't, I would say I shouldn't give a recipe on the air, but what else are we doing? So, <laughs> I mean, I guess I... That's approximately well, correct. Ahead, well, but let me just share with you. So, I've made baked beans over the years, and a friend of mine 
uh, he used to buy uh, some baked beans right from like Rouse's, a big thing of yeah. baked beans. Uh-huh. And he would add, he would add hamburger meat, brown sugar, add some ketchup, and a little mustard. Yep, that's exactly and, what's in this recipe. And season it, and it's to die for. Yeah. Yeah, there Absolutely was dried, yeah, there's dried mustard in here, and uh-huh. there's brown yep. sugar, chopped onion, yep. baking yep. soda, salt, and we did put ketchup in it as well. Yes, uh-huh. we did. But I but had was, some the other I had some the other day, not to interrupt you, but my wife got some from a restaurant. I'm in the Ponchatoula area, so uh, it was a restaurant and, and Hammond somewhere. But anyway, she had gotten some, and it was it was real dark, kind of like Is they made a roux with it. Was this Smokey uh, Joe's, the barbecue place? No, it wasn't Smokey Joe's. I can't remember the name of it. But instead of hamburger meat, they put sausage. Yeah, Brown sausage. Oh, yeah. my God. It is so good. Hence the name pork and sure. beans. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That's it. So, yeah, we used to anyway. put bacon in it. We used to put raw um, bacon with the water, the mustard, the ketchup, the um, onion, the beans, and the, uh, uh, like, some steam syrup, you know, maple syrup or molasses. Oh, yeah. And, and then yep. just let it go for hours and hours and hours. Keeps uh, yeah. Well, anyway, I made some I made some beans and I made some uh, some pork ribs yesterday, and it was it was very very good. So good for you. Now, have you ever tried yeah. putting anything in the coals, just straight in the coals? Hold on, say that again. That. <laughs> have you tried putting anything just in the coals, like? Like no, no, forget the grills, just right in the coals. No, I've never no. Well, Talk clearly to me about you're not that. hip enough. That's that's the. <laughs> well, talk that's, to me about what, that. You are uh, you're not hip after all. That's the new thing. You put it right <laughs> uh, in the coals. Yes. Now I've not seen I've not seen this done with meat in this in this book that I'm looking at. It's like a whole cabbage. That you uh-huh. put in there, and then you know the, the the cabbage is cooked on the inside, and then the outer you know the outer edges of it are black. Um, they do this with a a uh, squash, and so I've not seen it with anything other than something that would have like a shell on it. So huh. maybe not meats. But uh, hmm. if you're not cooking with shishito peppers. And you're oh, not putting well. things directly in the coal, then you do not have the proper hip bona fides. <laughs> Just letting you know. All right. What well, I appreciate we you sharing that with me. That's right. Do? Thank you for saving us. All Thanks right. Take care, y'all. You betcha. Right. This is the Food Show. It's Tom Fitzmorris and uh, Mary Ann, my wife. She's here having uh, more than a little bit of fun, I think. Oh, not? am I? No. <laughs> well, you know, I'm always taking my chances. Uh, uh-huh. Let's see. What else do we have? Oh, I think I hear a... I'm starting yeah. to dream about that. Our, uh, our show will continue in just a moment after. First, if you will, this. 
Hello there. Welcome back. You are tuned in again to The Food Show here on 105.3 FM HD2. That's the way you can listen to us. And if you don't have an HD radio in your car, look again. You may well have one of those. You might even have more than one. And uh, it is uh, easier to install and much less uh, cost than you might imagine. And you'll be able to hear uh, everything on our stations much, much better. And you'll also see that the signal goes far away from downtown New Orleans, so you can uh, continue listening to whatever it is you have been listening uh, and not have to worry about it just tapering off all of a sudden. 2606368 is our telephone number. What I would most love right now would be a visit from you about anything on your mind having to do with eating, about restaurants, about cooking, wine, the entire range of it. We cover it all, and all we need is somebody just like you who will come on in and we'll just have a, a normal conversation. And let me tell you how normal this gets. Uh, let's say you, you run into a friend of yours uh, at the grocery store. And you start shooting the breeze and talking about how they are and how your kids are and all that. And uh, this probably won't cross your mind even, but what just went on there is two people uh, talking with one another with uh, no no scripts, uh, no nothing planned in advance. People just start talking and start listening, and that's all I'm asking you to do. Call us, would you, and just uh, have a few minutes with us. And tell us where you've been eating lately, what you uh, have been enjoying more than anything else. Or think complaints that you have to make. Uh, we've got a whole session for that. We'll even take pity calls like Mike. Pity calls. Mike huh? was definitely a pity call. But, but I'll oh. take it. I have no, you know, I have no shame. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not above begging uh, or well, accepting pity calls. I never gave it any thought. 260 Yes. We okay. were talking about various things. Yes, we were. And getting nowhere with any of them. I know it's it's fun. It's a funny disturbing. thing. We have. Uh, I mean, Creole tomatoes. I thought for sure we would have gotten some calls yeah. on Creole tomatoes. Who doesn't love Creole tomatoes? Honestly, though, I haven't really had many Creole tomatoes lately. No. Well, they. I keep hearing rumors that they are uh, mostly available in uh, in those uh, big. Uh, uh, Big boxes, or uh, bins. boxes of yeah. yeah. Well, you uh, can get them at farmers market stands. I mean, we have a lot of that yeah. stuff on the on the North Shore, but I don't know. Maybe I just haven't I haven't looked for them, or but you. I just feel like you used to run into them, just like run into them more than I'm running into them now. Oh uh, well, uh, we'll we'll hear from them uh, soon. Tomatoes I yeah. in general are kind of a sad situation i think it is oh? in my opinion extremely hard to find and and this would also apply to peaches and nectarines to find a piece of fruit that is i guess the word is vine ripe because yeah. uh-huh. you know vine ripe has a sweet spot that's just perfection i mean it's nature's perfection yeah. when you when you pick something and eat it and it's just that perfect, not overripe, not underripe yep. sweet spot. Yum, yum. Almost never get that with anything in the supermarket. Is Bonnie is on the phone, you said? Bonnie is on the phone. Let's let's talk. Bonnie, welcome. Hi. Come on in. Hi, Tom. Thank you. 
Um, Thank you. Just say it's a Marianne's question. I do have a question of my own, but you were talking about tomatoes. The other day, surprise, surprise, I was in Rouse's, and they did have some Creole tomatoes, and because the label on the tomato was Kentwood, Louisiana. Oh. And and I bought a couple of them, and damn, they were pretty good. They were? Were they like vine-ripe thing? They were the right texture, the right softness? Oh, yeah, good. they were they were good. They were nice size. I always look at you know the little paper label on each tomato, and it was I can't remember the the farm, but it was Kentwood. So I bought. I it. never look at that label. Oh. What does it say? Well, it's it's where they come from. It's like you know Brignac or oh, whoever Burist. It's like a little paper label and it's yeah, not on every, every time tomato. i have a tomato i peel it off and i go oh, let me get this off of here but i never ever look at it <laughs> yep well yep. they don't they <laughs> don't give good conversation anyway yeah uh, tomatoes I'm gonna, start, I'm gonna start looking at it because i've never i've never noticed what was so on they're coming it was in. yeah and and there's there's some you know purists which is what you really want and they're coming so anyway from purists you question, said oh yeah yeah okay. but my question that I was really calling about is, do you know anything about a, I think, barbecue place, which, you know, is a rarity for us, um, on 22, across from Beauchene, and it's, like, got a big... We just came there today. We were just talking... Yeah, we were just talking about that today. Oh, I just, I just tuned in. Did you eat there? <laughs> well, Sorry, yeah, we I had lunch there. That's how we opened the show. We were talking about it. Well, I That's just right. What a coincidence. And I just picked you up. So yeah. what's the deal? So it's good? Yeah? I thought it was pretty no. good. I, no, I thought it was pretty good. I'm kind of... I'm kind of a barbecue, I, I'm an obsessive barbecue person. I love, I always have an, a natural uh, attraction to smoked meats. That's that's me. I love barbecue in any form. To me, the best barbecue in town is Crescent, uh, Central City Barbecue. Have you been there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So right. by that standard, if, you, if that was a 10... I would say this is probably a seven. It was okay. not. It, it was not bad. It was not bad. But I. I. It depends on your what you like. Like if you. Uh, where Where are you exactly? Do you live on the north or south shore? Yeah, I'm north shore. I'm coming okay. in from Baton Rouge as well so, right now. Have you been to? Do you remember the old Abita Barbecue? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Did you like their ribs? Ooh, that I can't remember, but I, I've eaten there several times over the years. Yeah, but you know, I don't like, I don't, I didn't like voodoo. I didn't like that. Okay. Okay. So to me, I am a soft, almost falling off the bone rib person. If you like yeah. ribs that hold together and require some uh, aggressive tooth action, (laughs) then that's what this was. That's Uh, too much. That's too strong for me. Like, I I have more ribs, and I will likely put them in the oven uh, in a bath of water and and cook them further. I'm I'm sort of a a confit kind of person, you know? To me, there is very little better than braised meats. 
So there you are. Do you remember? Do you remember okay. Bosco's in its original? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Space? I know that space. Yeah, but I, I didn't recognize the name as being from that. that yeah, that's it. Well, well I, well, I went through this. She said that um, it was, it was after Bosco's left. This place yeah. called Sticks and Bones moved in. Correct. And Correct. and then he was there for about eight months, and then his wife got transferred again, and then these people bought it. And the guy who runs this is, has a Copeland's background. He worked for Creole Cuisine. They're from Houston. I talked to the wife for a, kind of a, a while this, today while I was there. And so um, they decided to drop the bones because the daughter said they were tired of having people call it sticks and stones. <laughs> so they dropped the bones, and it's now just sticks. Yeah. Good point. I mean, it was, an odd, it was sort of an odd... Um, name anyway sticks and bones so you know so right, now it's just right. sticks it's the same people as sticks and bones and right. uh, it's the second location and if you haven't tried it you definitely should well there we go i think we well. put a, a dot on that uh, no i mean really i mean it's uh, barbecue is you, you have to pay really close attention to what's going on it it seems you know, all right. You throw it on the on the on the smoker, and uh, five hours later you come back. There it is. It's a little more uh, responsible than that. Yeah. than that. Yeah. Did you ever have smoke, which is now closed? Me? No, I know you have. Oh. Bonnie, have you ever had no. smoke up in Covington? Oh, well, you missed it. It was it was good. Um, but they're closed now. They what closed happened? about. Uh, they closed about two months ago. Um. That's the really? same people that own Oxlot, and they're opening other locations along the Gulf Coast. So oh, okay. they just closed it. But you know who's getting ready to do a barbecue place on the North Shore? Cayman. Oh, Cayman really? Sinclair, Where's yeah. yeah. He's, uh, I don't from know. The he's beach, looking... uh, from the lake house, yeah. Yes, 
So he's, well, you know, Cayman, he's, he's, he's always a, moving forward. He's a yeah, up and his, going. His new idea is, uh, is barbecue. And, and he hasn't found a place yet, but I'm sure it'll be good. Oh, I'm sure it will. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it will. Do you like well, that buffet so at the Lake Marianne. House? Do you like that bucket oh, at the lake house they do? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Bye, it's Bonnie. the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Who's on hold here on the green phone? It's uh, Frank. Frank, come on in. Welcome to the Food Show. Frank, you there? Tom? Tom? Yes, I can hear you Hello. perfectly. Yes, hi. Okay. I can hear. I can hear you just fine. Okay. It's not Frank. It's Mike. Oh, I'm sorry. Mike? That's Okay. Um, question. This is probably a very stupid or uneducated I'm, question. I'm the person, a perfect person to answer it. <laughs> My wife, uh, how do you get an old edition of a cookbook? Uh, you go to the uh, the uh, book fair that the uh, New Orleans uh, symphony? Uh, the symphony puts this on every year. They have this incredible. A, a, a array of cookbooks from all over the place. I have a bunch of them myself. Go over there. The prices they charge are almost ridiculously low, and the money goes to benefit the uh, uh, the, the, the the symphony, and uh, and then you get these great books. And uh, in yeah, fact, my wife I, has a Better Homes and Gardens that her grandmother gave us when yeah. we got married back in the late seventies, and we bought newer editions of the book. But the one we got back in the 70s is far superior than the newer editions of them. Hmm. I'm sure well, that sounds true. about right. I'm sure that's and true. She, she wants them, and the one she has is all coming apart. The pages are all yellowing. We probably lost half yeah. the pages. Uh, eBay. Yeah, I'm being a, told that eBay is another Thrift place. Books. But uh, but the, you know keep it local. Uh, it, that is they do it on uh, it's on Oak Street uptown, and they do it once uh-huh. a year. And the, believe me, uh, you will not have to limit yourself to only a certain small number of perfect books. These things are in really great shape. I'm just looking at my own shelves here in my office. And I'm looking at something like a hundred cookbooks that I have here that are uh, really good and really uh, in great shape. The actual sale, I think, might be in June, so you might want to check that out. And it yeah. is not at Oak Street. That's the donation center. Oh well, I was the close. The actual sale where you purchase the books, I believe, is at UNO or it was. It's it has been and it has come back too. I don't know. Yeah. I don't okay, know. Anyway. the book fair with for who? It's the symphony. It's the Sym- New Orleans Symphony Book Fair. That's right. Okay. I'll try and uh, Google that or, or maybe yeah. call the symphony and see if they can give me some yeah. information. There you go. Okay. Thank you very All much. Right. Thank you. See ya. It's the Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. It's great to be here with you talking about the eating scene around town. What have you been eating lately? What would you have for lunch today? Ron is here. Ron, the gourmet waiter, I think. Ron, not you? We've elevated him. We've yes. promoted him. He hey, Tom and Marianne, how are you all doing? Hey, you... he is now Ron, the gourmet food scientist. <laughs> well, that is a new a one, yeah. Uh-huh. That's a part-time job, but thank you for the promotion. I accept it. I was calling to start <laughs> to talk about something that Steve Reichlin, the guy who wrote the barbecue book, yes. uh, the barbecue Bible, uh, talks about. He calls it st- uh, caveman steaks. 
Caveman stance. I like it. It's what you all were talking about earlier. It's something I do all the time, especially with a medium to lower grade steak. I get a nice hot charcoal fire going, and I take the steak, and I just put the steak right on the coals. Mm. I wait about two or three minutes. I flip it, and then when the steak comes off, I grab it with tongs, and I use a brush, and I brush the ash off with butter. So I'm putting butter on, and I'm pulling the ash off. It's a phenomenal way to make a steak. It is a unique flavor. Yeah, but you have to work your ash off. (laughs) Yep. Now, the other thing thing you can do if if the ash doesn't seem like uh, a perfect idea for you is you can build a fire, and then you can take a smaller-sized grill, and you can put that right on top of the coals, and then you can put Mm -hmm. your meat right on top of that. That'll give you a similar experience without all of as much ash. Hmm. That sounds really great, though, what you're saying. It does, yeah. You brush the ash off with a, a buttered brush. I love that. Yep. Butter and cracked black pepper and a touch of red wine is what I use. I'll bet you that's delicious. It yeah. comes out it comes out really well. Steve Reichland talked about that in his uh, famous barbecue book, which I have. You know, he, um, the, uh, he, was, he was on our show here uh, about four or five times over the years. Yeah. We could uh, use him today. I'll tell you. Yeah, I'll tell you a guy that really knows what he's doing is a, is one of the one of the guests when I was the guest host on your show was uh, Pete Breen from the Joint. Pete really knows what he's mm. doing. Oh, there's no doubt about that. That's a great, great barbecue joint. I have I done a so. little barbecue survey around town, just going to a couple of the old line barbecue places that I know of, and I awarded my winner. Uh, the other day, and it, it, to me, it's it's the joint. I think that's the best barbecue in the city. I agree. Yep. Especially it's... the brisket. The brisket was the best I've ever had, including many, 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 which I have cooked. Okay. Smoked. Right. It was yeah. just phenomenal. It's all just off the chain. It's definitely Anyway, got... I love barbecue. Glad to hear you all talking about it. It's definitely got that, that barbecue vibe to it. The, the joint. I mean, it's well named. It's definitely what you would expect of a barbecue joint. And I, and the food is good. And the, I, I don't go that often, but it's good. Yeah, I love it. Anyway, glad to hear you talking barbecue. Have a great week. Thank Thanks. you. See ya. Bye. It's the Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. Two six zero six three six eight. If you. Uh, okay, uh, I have uh, an item from. The Gourmet Gazetteer. A gazetteer is like an encyclopedia or a, uh, a, uh, a uh, what, what's it? Give me one more thing from your life. I, I okay. have no idea okay, uh, so how I'm, you would translate the word gazetteer, gazetteer. into anything else. So well, you're on your, you're play, on your own. Place names, that's what okay. they are. Yeah, thank you for that. Uh, but the reason I bring it up is that uh, Squash Lake is what, we, is what we are celebrating here. Scott Lake. Uh, for the Gourmet Gazetteer of the Day, uh, it gets its name from its shape, which resembles that of a crookneck squash, all right. Uh, it's also in the northeast corner, uh, c- uh, corner of Minnesota, which is famous for its thousands of glacier-scraped lakes, which ever or whoever uh, you heard about this from, uh, it's the uh, jakes and the lakes that uh, make all the uh, action. And here's what they have there. Turnip Lake, Peanut Lake, Celery Lake, North and South Bean Lakes, Carrot Lake, Tomato Lake, Potato Lake, 
uh, pea lake, melon, melon lake, sparsnip lake, and one more, a cucumber lake, no, make two more, uh, onion lake and kraut lake. All of those come together to make this the Grimay Lake of the Month. I oh, guess. I, I would guess yeah. of the world because yeah, just about. I've never been to a place where there are all those lakes. Number one, or strawberry two, lake. That would make There's you another one. Think it's like a it's like a vegetable garden. Only yeah. it's a lake. Well, all right. Can all right. We have to do some spots. Yeah, whatever you want to talk about is fine with us. Don't worry about it. Uh, let's see. We had one other odd thing here today. It be, uh, oh, fishing. Never mind. Huh? <laughs> what fishing? <laughs> You're probably right. Uh, mm, talk about fishing. There you go. Tom, you know, that there are some days fishing. that are good, and there grinding are some that are... Grinding it out. Just yeah. grinding it out. Okay, I will it. bore you You have with... some, You have something to bore me with? I, I can't yeah, I'm wait. I'm going to bore you. Yeah, hit me. Well, not you. I'm not you. Mm. I'm talking about them. I will bore you with, uh, with phrases that are um, hot, hot... Hot phrases? Hot phrases in the food world, buzzwords of the food world, and yeah. how usually deceptive they are. Things like whole grains and whole wheats and organic and uh, local and local yeah. and all of those kinds of things. That's um, There's a lot behind those that are not exactly uh, what you think they are. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight. Tom, I think you're on your own because nobody can hear me. I am. Me. Yes. Nobody can what? Hear me. Oh no, yeah. we here. Let's let me anyway, take another yeah, shot we, at this. this is probably something we should. How about work now? Is that any better? I don't know. Is Doug, this any better? No. 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 This is no. This is fascinating. How about now? Isn't it, folks? Uh, it's it's a good just thing. everything. Every <laughs> now and then, this happens. Hi, it's Tom Fitzmorris. It's great to be here with you talking about the food zone. Uh, about uh, or, the food scene. or the food scene, any of those would you would be just fine, and we'd lo- love to ha- love to have you here. Gregory, Gregory joins us. Hello there. Hello. Hey, Marianne. Hey, Tom. Hi. Hi. Listen, were all those food lakes in Minnesota? Because I know they have ten thousand yeah. lakes, right? Those were. Yeah. You mean, that's what it says here. You mean Strawberry Lake and Celery Lake? Now I can see Crooked Squash Lake. Yeah. But They're there was another there. one. Celery. Well. How do you know it wasn't, you know, like, um, if it was... Kraut uh, Lake. Yeah, what if it was Endive Lake? I mean, doesn't Endive look kind of like a celery when it's it growing? It does. Like that? I don't well, know. it could, it could uh, be a lake, too. I actually have such a uh, such a thing. Uh, not I, in that list. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, except I can't find it. Not yeah, in that so list. Well, no, 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 no. I, I just think it's incredible because that's only, uh, that's a state, I, I've never saw the interior of it, but I've been to Minneapolis-St. Paul for a Saints game or two back in the day. But I've been to upstate New York, right just south of Rochester, and they got the beautiful Finger Lakes region up there, and I'm getting yes. into something. Mm-hmm. It is so beautiful. Have you guys ever been around there, around Genesee? and all? I've not been there. Oh, my gosh. Is it, and guess what? They grow great wines there, by the way. And it's really, really, really booming right now. I mean, the, the uh, kind of varietals that they're doing. It's probably they, cooler there, too, right now. Uh, those, uh, the, this the great... is actually the perfect time of year to be there. This is actually, this is really, really good. You don't want it too cold. And then it, even even in the summertime, like even in July, the water's nice and clear. And it's like, it, I mean, it's like crystal clear. It's almost like Lake Tahoe. I mean, yes, we have brown water here. We don't have clear water. Right. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. But it, why is that? I it, keep trying to figure that out. I don't know. Well, you just you, <laughs> you just fly to Buffalo and you go uh, east towards Rochester and then a little south and then you're at the Finger Lakes region of New York State, which is I think just a, a jewel. Anyway, yeah. one of these but days I'm going to get about there. Lakes, it just perked my. Uh, it just it. You know, I just I just had to chime in. Hey, listen, you know what? You guys aren't repeating your show anymore. You know that, right? At five. What do you mean? How do you know? Because I stream you guys, and it's it's, going to sports all the time. Ah, well, I'll ask them when I come in tomorrow. Yeah, it's been going on for at least least the last week. We've been getting this sports stuff. Listen, WWL has enough sports. That's uh, (laughs) don't worry about it. Is the podcast even there? Because I don't think that is. Oh yeah, the podcast is still there, but it is. Sometimes I just like to leave my uh, stream on and not have to worry about you know doing that. But it, uh-huh. now it's going right to uh, CBS Sports Radio, and which is, huh. eh, come on, WWL has enough sports. This is the yeah, food show for crying out loud. That's for sure. All right. They do have enough sports. Hey, listen, all that's right. all I got. I hope you guys had a great weekend. I'll call you soon. So Thanks, long. Thanks, Gregory. Thank Bye. It's the food show. And it's always something. Yeah. 260-6368. Call right now. You'll get what right in. We have plenty of room for you. We'd love to hear from you about wherever you've been eating. Say, let's see, we've ca- you know, I meant to ask Bonnie, who called yeah. up about the tomatoes, and I should have asked Gregory, too, about yeah. that uh, local thing with the white bread and the tomatoes. The thing with the white bread yeah, and the, the tomatoes. Yeah, the tomato mm-hmm. sandwiches, just tomato sandwiches with just fluffy white bread and mayo. Now, this is probably something that you wouldn't see now, because who eats fluffy white bread? But, well, you, you do if you go to a party and they have finger sandwiches because, honestly, who cares how bad fluffy white bread is? You just can't resist finger <laughs> sandwiches. I'm sorry. Uh, you just can't resist them. But um, that would be the only, I think, application for eating fluffy white bread is if you're at a party and someone has presented you with a tray of finger sandwiches. Mm-hmm. But back in the day when I was growing up, my mother would slice... These were some of the few things that my mother actually did do regarding food that didn't come out of a can. But um, tomatoes, sliced tomatoes on white bread, cut in quarters with just a little dab of mayo on either side. And that seemed to me, a Creole tomato sandwich seemed to me to be sort of a local thing, you know, that people did. But no one seems to have had that experience but me. Yeah, I've never heard of it before. Uh, but, you know, I've, I've had the, probably the closest thing to that is uh, tomatoes on a roast beef poor boy. Well, no, there's a lot of sandwiches with tomato. I mean, a BLT for sure. But yeah. and, and you need good tomatoes for these things, although you rarely see good tomatoes. I mean, I just rarely see uh, them. Um, well, anyway, that's the uh, the sound of the odd, the odd ending. And uh, that's it for the food show for today. We'll be back tomorrow with another one with totally different things to eat and talk about. Here on 105.3 FM HD2 on WWL FM. Good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.